1976 to 1984, the radio airwaves were dominated by really smooth music, also known as Yacht Rock. These Yacht Rockers docked a remarkable fleet of number one hits, and every song has a story behind it. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Fenster's Funky Sevens. My name is Fenster. The idea behind this podcast is that I'm a record collector and I have a lot of 7-inch singles. Each episode I'll take 7 of those 7-inch singles and rearrange them into some sort of theme or genre. So the theme of this episode is Yacht Rock. Relax, hot shot. We're not just sailing the seas of smile on the channel breeze of rock. My artists fuel their vessel with their blood and their broken dreams. The term Yacht Rock first appeared in 2005 on the web series of the same name created by J.D. Risner, Hollywood Steve Huey, David Lyons and Hunter Stare. It's short five minute stories to a total of 12 episodes about the smooth music that was produced in LA between 1976 and 1984. In my opinion, it's one of the best and funniest things the internet has ever produced. It's criminally underwatched, so go search Yacht Rock 1 HD on YouTube now and enjoy it. The web series focuses on the musicians in the LA music scene of the period, and the main characters are idealistic Michael McDonald, ambitious Kenny Loggins, their arch-rivals Hall and Oates. We also meet incoherent Stevie Lee Dan, nasty Michael Jackson, lovesick nerds Toto, stern skunk Baxter, manipulative Gene Balboa, the loser Jim Messina, and maybe my favourite character is the wide-eyed innocent farm boy Christopher Cross, who makes music so smooth it can summon the dead, like this song here, Sailing. The characters on the web series never refer to the music as Yacht Rock. They talk about smooth music and the creators left the term Yacht Rock undefined. So people started coming up with their own definition, any soft rock from the 70s, AOR music, music that mentions boats or sailing or the ocean. Yacht Rock started to become a very wide genre. So in 2016, the original creators of the web series started a podcast to define what they meant by Yacht Rock. This was called Beyond Yacht Rock. They devised the Yachtsky scale, rating songs out of 100. Uh, any song that gets over 50 is deemed Yacht Rock. Below 50 was deemed Yacht Rock. Any songs over 90 are deemed Essential Yacht. They've rated hundreds of songs and the Yachtsky scores can be found on yachtornot.com. So let's look at what Yacht Rock is not. It's not Laurel Canyon style folk rock of the early 70s. It's not acoustic guitars. So it's not Horse With No Name by America. You see, I've been through the desert on a horse with no name. It felt good to be out of the rain. In the desert, you can't remember your name. Cause there ain't no one for to give you no pain. Yacht Rock is not campfire music, 
It's not a bunch of hippies sitting around with acoustic guitars and never was and never will be the Eagles like this song, Peaceful Easy Feeling. With a billion stars all around Cause I got a peaceful easy feeling And I know you won't let me down Cause I'm already standing on the ground Despite the name Yacht Rock and the numerous nautical references in the web series, just a song that is about boats or islands or sailing or escaping to a fantasy land doesn't make it automatically Yacht Rock. Also, disco is not Yacht Rock. So the Hughes Corporation Rock the Boat is not Yacht Rock. Just as disco is not yacht rock, soul is not yacht rock. Even if it's sophisticated Philadelphia soul, even if it's made by white people, even if it's Hall and Oates, she's gone. Now it's Yacht Rock draws a lot of influence from jazz and R&B, so music that is based on the blues or country is not Yacht Rock, even when it comes across as being very smooth. Fleetwood Mac Dreams is not Yacht Rock. Most importantly, Yacht Rock is not the kind of laid-back mellow strumming you might hear at a beach bar in the Florida Keys. Margaritaville by Jimmy Buffett is not Yacht Rock. Wasting away again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost sugar song So what is Yacht Rock? The Beyond Yacht Rock guys laid out some specifications. Number one, it's music recorded between 1976 
1984. Two, it's based around the California studio musician scene. Number three, it's rich, sophisticated music. It uses jazz chords and changes and progressions. It's got complex arrangement. It often has many parts, but yet it still works as pop music. Yacht Rock was always recorded as commercial music. It was intended to get into the charts. Number four, Yacht Rock is very slick studio music. It uses the most up-to-date production techniques. Number five, just as rock rocks and funk funks and disco grooves, Yacht Rock bounces. Yacht Rock has a doobie bounce, which I'll explain more about later. Number six, Yacht Rock often has a piano, either a real piano or a Fender Rhodes electric piano as the lead instruments. Electric guitars also feature, but acoustic guitars and strings are discouraged. And number seven, often lyrics deal with a lovesick fool. Yacht Rock is not about the ocean or boats. It's the music that a complex, sophisticated man listens to when he tries to get away from it all to contemplate why he's feeling sad. He hasn't found a reason yet, but he's pretty sure it's not his fault. No band is a Yacht Rock band. Yacht Rock is judged on a song-by-song -song basis. Songs from before the time period that have many of the above specifications are deemed proto-yacht. How Long by the UK band Ace from 1974 is a good example. Similarly, the bounce in Captain and Tennille's Love Will Keep Us Together from 1975 can't be denied. Starbucks Moonlight Feels Right from 1976 is heading in the right direction, but maybe the marimba solo loses it a few points. To make the tide rise again. Enough talk about what Yacht Rock isn't, or almost is, what is Yacht Rock? Well, if you want a simple two-word answer, Yacht Rock is Steely Dan. Pretty much every song from their 1977 album Asia is considered essential yacht, and a large chunk of 1980s Gaucho album is too. Their music is heavily influenced by jazz and R&B, with complex chords and progressions, and they're always an ear on chart success. 
They became a studio-only band in 1974 and gained a reputation for demanding only the best from their studio musicians. And their songs are populated with tales of fools and elegant losers. The two core members of Steely Dan are Walter Becker, who played bass and guitar, and Donald Fagan on vocals and keyboard, putting the piano at the heart of their music. They recorded seven albums over the 70s, and the yachtiness could be heard on the lead track from their third album, Pretzel Logic, in 1974. This is Ricky Don't Lose That Number. I guess you kind of scared yourself, you turn and run. But if you have a change of heart, The yacht sound developed further on the 1975 album Katie Lied. This is Any World That I'm Welcome To. If I had my way, I would move to another lifetime. I'd quit my job. Train through the misty nighttime. I'd be ready when my feet touch ground. And the 1976 album, The Royal Scam, had an absolute yacht masterpiece, Kid Charlemagne. Could you live Could you see the day? Could you feel your whole world fall apart and fade away? Get it long, get it long, Kid Charlemagne. Get it long, Kid Charlemagne. But we're going to listen to FM, No Static At All, which was recorded in 1977. This has a massive Yachtsky scale rating of 93.75 and has an entire episode of the Yacht Rock web series dedicated to it. This is FM by Steely Dan. Great. 
Boz Skaggs is a singer-songwriter from Ohio who didn't see much commercial success until his seventh album, Silk Degrees, in 1976. A large part of that success is due to the studio musicians he chose to work with, including drummer Jeff Picaro, who was last seen playing the slow dance break on the Drum Breaks episode of Fenster's Funky Sevens, keyboardist David Page, and David Hungate on bass. These three felt that they gelled so well on the Silk Degrees album that they, alongside guitarist Steve Lukather and vocalist Bobby Kimmel, decided to form Toto. Toto are one of the yachtiest bands around with their brand of smooth music that rocks. Their 1982 track Rosanna is considered essential yacht with a Yachtsky score of 95.75. Another classic Toto song is Africa with a score of 93 on the Yatsky scale. This is another song with the miraculous powers to raise people from the dead. Hurry boy, it's waiting there for you. But the members of Toto have also played on hundreds of other songs as studio musicians and Toto represent the huge importance of studio musicians and producers to Yacht Rock. So if you check the liner notes of any album containing Yacht Rock, the chances are some of the following names will pop up. The Pacero family, Jeff, Joe, Mike and Steve, David Page, David Hungate, Michael McDonald's, Jay Graydon, Larry Carlton, Bernard Purdy, Chuck Rainey, Steve Gadd, Ted Templeman, Gary Katz, David Foster, Michael O'Mardian, Victor Feldman, Dean Parks, Ray Parker Jr., yes, Ghostbusters Ray Parker Jr., Lenny Castro, Paulino da Costa, Greg Games, Michael Boddicker, Jay Winding, Lee Rittenauer, Bill Champlin. Pretty much every song that I will be playing here today on this list will feature some or a lot of those musicians. They are essential part of the Yacht Rock sound. The Boss Gag song we're going to listen to is Lowdown and while it's silky smooth with an incredible bounce and the lyrics are about a fella being financially fooled by a freeloading female, it's right at the start of the Yacht Rock era and so it still contains elements of funk and disco from before. It doesn't stop it being absolutely incredible. Here's Lowdown by Boss Gags. Mm -hmm. 
thought of this and that And how much you done spent I swear she must believe it's all hell sick Hey boy, better bring a chick around To the sad, sad truth, the dirty Lord down
you can't talk about Yacht Rock without the butter voice seal king, Michael MacDonald. He worked with Steely Dan and we've already heard his voice doing backing vocals on Annie World and Kid Charlemagne. But he stepped out of the back room when he became the lead singer of the Doobie Brothers in 1975. Now, the Doobie Brothers could groove without Michael as they demonstrated on this track, Long Train Running. Michael MacDonald brought to the Doobie Brothers his unique husky voice, his distinct keyboard playing style and soulful songwriting. The Doobie Brothers 1978 album contained the crown jewel of yacht rock with a perfect 100 on the Yachtsky scale, What a Fool Believes. It bounces so much the main piano riff became what is known as the Doobie Bounce and was copied in dozens of other songs. It effortlessly breezes through several parts and key changes, so much so that the band couldn't get through the song in one go and the finished product is five takes spliced together by producer Ted Templeman. To top it all, the lyrics deal with a lovelorn fool completely misjudging a relationship. The song reached number one in the American charts and won Song of the Year at the Grammys. Pretty much anything featuring Michael McDonald ups the yachtiness of the song tenfold and his voice has appeared on hundreds of songs working as a studio vocalist. Here's What a Fool Believes by the Doobie Brothers. Once 
Another huge name in the Yacht Rock era is Kenny Loggins, a soulful and sensitive singer with a huge range. His voice can croon one minute and sound like Aretha Franklin the next. Much more of a scene hopper than MacDonald, he started out in a folk band who sang songs about Winnie the Pooh. This is Loggins and Messina, House at Pooh Corner from 1971. So I sent him to ask the owl if he's there I'd loosen a jar from the nose of a bear So help me if you can I've got to get back to the house at the corner by one You'd be surprised there's so much to be done Count all the bees in the hive Chase all the But he was also capable of electro-rocking with this song Danger Zone from the Top Gun soundtrack produced by Giorgio Moroder in Much of the Yacht Rock web series deals with Michael McDonald's disappointment with Kenny's lack of commitment to smooth music, but they teamed up often and uh, wrote songs together. Kenny co-wrote What a Fool Believes and many other songs with Michael McDonald, and they would each record their own version of it. This partnership would also help to create some yachty magic like this one, This Is It from 1979 by Kenny Loggins.
After the success of What A Fool Believes, the doobie bounce started appearing everywhere. Bands started adopting it and singers started hiring the right studio musicians to capture this yachty sound. A great example is Robbie Dupree's Steal Away from 's bouncing around like nobody's business on nobody's business in 1981 and Mark Jordan had a more toto influenced bounce in 1982 with slipping away Other singers that got on the Yacht Vibes and got on the Doobie Bounce were Ned Doheny, Pages, Bill Champlin, the Nielsen Pearson Band, Pablo Cruz, Bobby Caldwell, who passed away recently, R.I.P., Stephen Bishop, Airplay and Ambrosia. But today I'm going to focus on Bill the Bounty. So like Loggins, Bill the Bounty is a bit of a scene jumper. He started off doing kind of Billy Joel style barroom blues. He moved into yacht rock, but spent most of the 80s writing for country artists. On this song, Living It Up, he slowed yacht rock right down, but still keeps the bounce. And this is some prime divorce core as well, where Bill reveals himself to be the saddest and most lovelorn of all the yacht rock crew. This is Living It Up from 1982 by Bill the Bounty. Service on my phone 
If you're thinking that Yacht Rock is a boys only club, well, you, you wouldn't be wrong, but some women did get on the boat. R&B group The Pointer Sisters were so excited about Yacht Rock in 1980 that they just couldn't hide it and they jumped on board with He's So Shy. Brenda Russell, who we met as a member of the Tiaras in Fenster's Funky Sevens episode one, said hello people in 1983 with some help from Michael McDonald. (laughs) 
Probably the yachtiest lady at the time was Patty Austin from New York. She did backing vocals for Steely Dan, Bill LeBounty, George Benson and Michael Jackson. And she teamed up with Quincy Jones in 1981 to play a female fool blinded by her emotions on Do You Love Me? If you're thinking that Yacht Rock is a white guys only club, well you wouldn't be wrong. Yacht Rock was created by nerdy white guys obsessed with black music and most of the studio musicians I listed earlier were white. But some black artists liked what their white boys were up to and wanted a slice of the action. Quincy Jones especially, 
He dipped into the pool of studio musicians constantly and Michael Jackson's Thriller album is essentially Toto with Jackson singing. The top yacht on that album is Human Nature, written by Steve Piccaro. Jazz guitarist George Benson set sail with some essential yacht in 1981, Turn Your Love Around, which was written by Jay Graydon, but I always preferred 1980's Give Me The Night. Smooth, scatty jazz man Al Jarreau got his yacht on in 1981 with Breaking Away. The tune we're going to focus on is James Ingram's Yamo Be There. Essentially this is a hymn and it was written by who else but our own friend Michael MacDonald who also sings on the track. This tune is from 1983 which is late in the Yacht Rock era and while it's still extremely smooth it's almost entirely electronic. And so just as Low Down by Boss Gags at the start was influenced by the funk and the disco that came before it, this you can feel the influence of the 80s on it and this is predicting what is going to come afterwards. So this is Yamo Be There by James Ingram, 1983.
to drown it in the past, Mike. And I got your life jacket right here. It's called the 80s. And it's going to be around forever. 1984 was the end of the Yacht Rock era. In the US, MTV was becoming increasingly more important. Pop music was becoming more visual and as talented as our studio musician friends were, posing in front of cameras in music videos was not their strong suit. The public musical taste was changing as well. British synth pop was everywhere. Madonna was making pop dance tunes. New Wave was catching the ears of the cool kids and power ballads had the ears of the jocks. Run DMC and the Beastie Boys were putting hip hop center stage. Prince Michael Jackson, Luther Vandross and Shaka Khan were taking funk and R&B in new directions. The smooth styling of Yacht Rock was dead. Or was it? It was a clear black night, a clear white moon Warmer G was on the streets Trying to consume some skirts for the E So I could get some phones Rolling in my ride, chilling all alone Just hit the east side of the LBC On a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G Seen a car full of girls, ain't no need to tweak All of you search know what's up with 213 So I hooked select on 21 and Lewis Some brothers shooting dice So I said let's do this I jumped out the rock and said what's up Some brothers put some gas so I said, I'm stuck. Since these girls peeping me, I'm gonna glide and swerve. These hookers looking so hard, they straight hit the curve. Want to bigger, better things than some horny tricks. I see my homie and some suckers all in his mix. I'm getting jacked. I'm breaking myself. I can't believe. Thank you for making it to the end of episode 7 of Fenster's Funky 7s. I had a lot of fun putting this episode together and really appreciate the work that was done by the Yacht Rock guys, JD Riznar, Hollywood Steve Huey. Hunter Stare and David Lines. Really please do check out the Yacht Rock web series, it's hilarious. Uh, check out the Beyond Yacht Rock podcast and have a look at the Yacht or Yacht website. If you'd like to get in touch with the podcast, please do. You can find me at fensterdj at gmail.com or at fensterdj on Twitter. Tell me what your favorite Yacht Rock song is. Uh, argue with me about whether a song is Yacht or not. Tell me about all the stuff I missed out on in the podcast. I think a lot of the fun of Yacht Rock is these kind of debates and talking, and that's what I enjoy about it anyway. That's the end of this episode. Thanks very much for listening. Take care and bye-bye. There are no winners today, but I felt the raw power Really smooth music. Goodbye, Coco.